up, what up? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the first ever Rico versus the World podcast, where we will talk about everything and um and nothing at all. <laughs> um, hmm, let's see. I should give y'all some background about myself, right? Like you know, but honestly, nobody really cares. Y'all didn't come here for background on me or who I am or what I do and what all that bullshit. You know, I'm Rico. I got the meme page. Y'all know what it do. Y'all know what it is. But if you really need some background, I'm from Trinidad. Um, live in New York City. I do my thing. I try to live life. I try to enjoy myself. You feel me? And that's about that. If you really need to know more shit about me and what's, what, what, what it is, like, you know, I guess y'all can ask or we'll talk about it in a later episode. Um... I'm just trying to give y'all something, you know, worthwhile to listen to. Like, it's hard to listen to fucking podcasts. I struggle sometimes to listen to podcasts. And then here I am doing a fucking podcast, expecting people to fucking struggle through and listen to it. So I got to make it some type of way, right? So um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. There's a lot of things I want to fucking touch on, a lot of things I want to discuss. Like, recently I've been going through it. I've been dealing with a lot of bullshit. You know, um, since March started, it's been fucking heavy on me because I lost my dad last year to COVID. March 31st makes a year without my dad, the first year, first anniversary of his death. And that shit's been eating at me, man. And, you know, some of you knew that, some of you didn't, you know. And it's one of those things, man, where you just, do you really ever get over a loss like that? And I got to say, it's hitting me harder than I thought it ever would, you know. It's been like a wave of emotion, you know, on the roller coaster. It's like some days are good. Some days I just want to fucking crawl into a ball and, you know, fucking scream at him and tell him, you know, how could you leave, you know. And, you know, at the end of the day, I can't take that on. But I got a lot of regrets in the situation with my dad because I spent so many years mad at him and us not talking, even though later on in life we came back together. And our relationship was stronger and tighter and, you know, good. And the weekly phone calls, I miss them every Saturday. And, you know, there's certain little things, you know, little nuggets of advice and things like that, you know, I miss. And, you know, I've really been going through it and dealing with that. And then recently, um, a woman I was seeing, um, you guys have seen her, you know, I posted her a couple times. Um, you know, her and I, you know, our little relationship that we had for a little over a year, you know kind of came to a close, I suppose you could say. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't hate her. I'm really mad. I'm hurt. I'm all the things anybody in a relationship should be. But I'm trying to be as understanding as anything, you know. Um, I guess why don't we start there? Why don't we start there with that relationship and how it came to be and, you know, what it is and why, you know, we're here. You know what I'm saying? So a little over a year ago, I'd say in February last year before covid really took off and all this shit you know chicks slid in my dms um, or i slid hers i don't even remember how it went man and um and then you know we started talking and chatting and you know whatever going on and the reason why i mentioned my dad before is because during just you know getting to know each other and talking and bullshit and stuff my dad passed and you know everybody was with their sympathies and were sorries and you know, 
all that stuff. And yeah, she said that too. But at the same time, she went, she had lost her dad. And, you know, she told me a lot of things that were different than everybody else told me. And, you know, I looked at her differently as, you know, somebody who got it. And she understood what I was going through. And, you know, we bonded over her losses. And, you know, that happens with people sometimes. And, you know, we started getting closer and things of that nature. Um, like people do who talk every day. You know, um... But during the course of this, and before I even started speaking to her and stuff like that, me and my ex were talking. And me and my ex were talking about us getting back together, her moving back in, and all that shit like that. So in the midst of me meeting this new woman, um, you know, I'm still talking to my ex, entertaining my ex, and talking to her about moving her back in, her and her son back in. And, um, and then she moved back in. And which was probably like a fucking slap in the face to her. Because it's like, here I am talking to you and, you know, trying to get close to you. And then I move my ex back in. And that's fucked up. Anyway, I swing it. I can't even fucking make an excuse for that. Like, you know, what does that say to somebody that I don't believe in us, right? And from jump. And I don't believe in whatever this is, whether we're connected as friends or, you know, we could be a relationship or anything. It's just like a slap in the face to someone. And it's not fair. And it wasn't fair to her, you know, but despite all that bullshit going on, she decided to stay and see what would happen and let this go and let this rock and, you know, see where it could go. You know, certain points, you know, we'd say things to each other and laugh it off. Like I'd tell her, you know, oh, my God, I want to keep you around forever and stuff like that. And she'd laugh and she'd be like, you know, I don't think your girlfriend would like that. And um <laughs> And I would say, and she would say things to me like, you know, I'm going to be here and I'm going to ride this out until, you know, you get married <laughs> or I meet someone or something like that. And I used to laugh that off and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, you know, I didn't expect her to fucking, you know, up and go and for us to break up or anything like that. You know, I just, I didn't expect, I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to come, you know, and this hit me harder when we broke, because we broke up recently, and this hit me harder than anything I thought would hit me. I didn't think I was so involved, that I was so in love, that I was so happy with her, and she completed me like that. I didn't think any of that, and I took it for granted, I guess, you know? And so our relationship started. I moved back in the ex, right? Um, So that's going on. So I'm living this double life, because the ex doesn't know about the meme page, doesn't know about what I'm doing, doesn't know about, you know, anything I do, you know? She just knows about what I fucking let her in on. And then this other woman, I'm letting her in completely. And she knows me better than anyone. And she's getting all the truth from me because I said that to her. She said, I just do me a favor. Don't ever lie to me. And I said, I promise you, I'll never lie to you. And I have never have lied to her. I've never told her a lie. I've never, you know, bullshitted her. If something's going on, I've told her. If women are in my DMs with nudes, I tell her. If women are like, I want to suck your dick, I'm telling her, this bitch wants to fuck me, you know? And, you know, our relationship was good. It was built on honesty and trust. And I wanted to do something different because I'm not, you know, willing to give into my feelings and emotions and shit like that. And, you know, so let's fast forward a little bit. Everything's cool. Shit's working out with her. Uh, we get to, like, you know few months in, you know, exchanging nudes, exchanging videos with video chat, and we're talking every day like fucking crazy, you know, I'm trying to hide my feelings and emotions, she's super fucking stingy with hers, 
Because, um, you know, look at the situation where I'm living with someone and I'm expecting this woman to give me everything and and be upfront about everything. And it's hard for people to do that, given the situation, because at any moment, let's say my the, the person I'm living with, the woman I'm living with finds out and then fucking there's a monkey wrench in the plans, right? Like, you can't be in this, but we both got so caught up in, the, in, in each other and we're so happy with each other that we just didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And and you really can't, like, you know, it was one of those whirlwind romances, I guess you could call it, right? So anyway, fast forward a little bit. Shit started getting rocky at home. Um, me and the roommate <laughs> um, sleeping in separate rooms and shit like that, like before Christmas, had a huge fight. Started sleeping in separate rooms because I started feeling like I was cheating on this woman and like I was betraying her and like... You know, and I knew I wanted to be with her and I wanted this and I wanted to see where it could go. So, you know, we're sleeping in separate rooms and I'm all about this woman. I'm throwing myself into this completely, right? Here's the problem. The problem with this is I didn't tell her that I was doing this. She had no clue. You know what I'm saying? And finally... You know, COVID fucked up us meeting the first time. And then fucking, you know, New York had crazy travel bans. So I decided, yo, fuck this. I can't go on. I need to see her. We need to meet up. We need to whatever. Fast forward January this year, right? Book a trip. Well, I booked a trip way before Christmas and stuff like that, you know? So every day we talked, it's like, oh, my God, you know, this many more days. Oh, my God, this many more, you know, time. We're both excited, all right? So fast forward January down in Georgia or to Atlanta. We meet up in Atlanta. From the second she picked me up at the airport, man, and I set eyes on her, it was like fucking electricity. Like, no nervousness, no second guessing, no fucking holy shit, none of that shit, just fucking natural. Get in her car, Fucking, she reaches over and holds my hand, and I'm just like, yo, I'm at peace, and I'm happy, and everything seems perfect. Right? So whatever, we get back to the hotel. Let me tell y'all something, man. Let me tell y'all how good this woman was to me, okay? And that I fucked this relationship up. First off, I was withholding information from her. I should have told her that I moved out of the room, and me and the ex weren't sleeping in the same room anymore. Because I felt like I was cheating on her, Right? I should have told her all this when we met up and how I wanted a future with her and how I fucking wanted to see where this goes. And I did not do any of that shit. So, fellas, if you're listening, fucking do not do stupid shit like that because you could lose something so fucking great because of your fucking because you're terrified or you're fucking scared. And I was fucking scared. She made me nervous. She made me scared because I couldn't believe such a fucking amazing woman wanted me and would spend time with me and would put up with all the bullshit I was doing. Whether it be women in my DMs or women in fucking in my life or women I live with. And she put up with all that bullshit because she cared about me and wanted me and wanted something with me. Okay, so we met up. I didn't tell her anything. Fucking we got busy, obviously. Fucking sex was great. You know what I'm saying? We went out drinking. We had a fucking great time. It was fucking amazing. I was at complete calm. I was at happiness. Like, I couldn't even explain it. And I'm not forthcoming with my emotions. That's probably why I didn't tell her what was going on in my life. 
So after this trip, I realized, holy shit, I'm in love with this woman, right? And so I don't tell her anything. I start making moves. You know, I start making moves. We start making plans to see each other again. I start making moves, switch bank accounts, started saving money so I could get out of the situation I'm in, maybe move to a new place or maybe, you know, ask her to leave and keep my place and whatever. I don't know. I start making moves. I start making all the things I thought she would want me to do. I started doing it, not for her, but for me, because I finally found happiness with someone and I want to see where it can go. I want this future. I see this future with this woman and I need to fucking see if it's going to work or it's not going to work, you know? I don't tell her any of this. I, I, you know, we're planning a second trip to meet up and see each other. And then, you know, planning a trip, planning a trip. And then a few weeks ago, she hits me with this fucking hammer and it was like a punch to my fucking gut and she goes I said what's wrong cuz she seemed off and she said nothing i just i'm stressed blah 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 whoop de woo i said anything i can help with and then like a fucking hammer to the fucking skull she goes i met someone and i'm like what the fuck you know i thought we were good we were just planning a fucking trip you know so I says to her, I was like, yo, how long has this been going on? She's like, about two weeks. I said, two fucking weeks? And you decide to tell me now? And then, you know, the anger took over and the hurt took over. And she's like, I'm sick to my fucking stomach. I feel like I'm betraying you and I'm hurting you. I was like, because you fucking are, bitch. You know, I didn't say bitch, but, you know, because you fucking are. Because in my mindset, that's where I was at. You are. You are betraying me. You are fucking hurting me. And no matter how you swing it, she was. She should have told me. My biggest issue with us and what's going on between us is because at any point in time, here's my reasoning, right? She could have said, you know, Rico, I wanted this or I want more or I need this from you or whatever. And she didn't do any of those things. But then in the same breath, I didn't fucking tell her what I was doing. So I can't really be mad at her, can I? Yes, the fuck I can because my fucking feelings are valid, bitch. Just like your fucking feelings are valid. Alright? And I took our relationship for granted. And I'll be the first to admit that. Because I'm talking like, when we met up in Atlanta and shit, this, this chick told me, she was like, yo, listen, I'm going to take a walk. Call home. As a matter of fact, she says video call home so she could see the room or whatever. And that you don't got nobody here and whatever. Yo, like when I talk to y'all about perfect side bitch shit. <laughs> perfect side bitch shit. But that's besides the point. So here we are, fast forward to today, right? We're planning this trip. And here's the issue. All the shit I was doing, I planned on telling her on our next trip. And I was waiting because I wanted to tell her face-to-face. I didn't want to do it over the phone. I didn't want to do it via text. I didn't want to do it via Instagram Messenger. I didn't want to do any of that shit, you know? I want to tell her face-to-face because I feel she wants... Because I want to see the look on her face when I told her. I want to see the happiness. I wanted us to be happy together. I wanted us to fucking just make everything work i wanted a future with her i finally saw something like you know like she has a kid and i love her kid like every interaction every day she tells me about her kid i love hearing the stories i love hearing about her work day i love hearing about what she ate i want to make sure she ate you know what i'm saying i loved this woman i still love this woman you know just fucking because we had an argument or she met someone it's not going to change the way i feel nothing changes the way you feel about someone not overnight and i'm sure she loves me and she's a good woman And she deserves good things, you know? But 
let's fucking call a spade a spade. Where I was wrong in the fact that I didn't tell her things. She was wrong in the fact that she didn't tell me things either. Okay? Yes, I moved my ex back in. Slap in the face to you. Yes, I cared about you and loved you. Yes, I talked to other women and stuff in my DMs. I didn't lie to you about any of that shit. I told you about it all from jump. You know? But then in the same breath, like, I said to her, how long has this been going on? She's like, two weeks since this date. And I'm like, bitch, and you know, like, fucking in my mind, I'm like, bitch, and now you decide to tell me? You should have told me from fucking jump that you were considering that. So that way I would have had a fucking opportunity to tell you, listen, please don't do that. This is where I'm at. This is what I want. You know, but no, all that shit got taken away from me. Just like all the shit I had planned got taken away from her because I withheld the information. And, you know, you shouldn't do that to somebody. If you love somebody and you want something, you should tell them, man. And that's the biggest problem I have in relationships, I think. I think I hold on and I'm so guarded and I'm so scared or nervous to let people in that I miss my opportunity, I miss my chance, and then I end up hurting them or fucking up this situation because I don't let them in completely and then it fucks me over and fucks them over and then everybody's hurt and then everybody's lost, you know? But let me keep it 100 with everybody right now. Fuck that guy, okay? Fuck that guy. I hope he has a fucking little dick. I hope fucking he's terrible in bed. I hope he's a fucking piece of shit scumbag and I hope she comes running back to me. (laughs) (laughs) and everybody's probably like oh rico that's fucked up to say i could just say don't get me wrong i hope she's happy i want her to be happy i wish her nothing but the best but fuck that guy you know what the best is the best is me the best is me your best life is with me bitch (laughs) and you know a lot of people be like oh that's fucked up for you to say no no i want all the good things for her but with me because fuck that guy I'm better than him. I know I'm funnier than him. Uh, fucking, you know, she never makes a secret to tell me it. I'm good at what I do or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And we have this relationship where we still talk and we still converse and stuff like that. And, you know, everything's cool. I mean, we bicker here and there and, you know, I take cheap shots at her and she takes cheap, cheap shots at me. But it's all love. Like, you know, the love is there and stuff. Like, <clears throat> I just fucked up. And I want to fucking come on here. And if I'm going to tell a story about a situation, I got to tell the whole story. You know, um, I'm sure she's going to fucking listen to this and fucking hate me probably or be mad at me or tell me, go fuck yourself. You know, but this is the truth. The truth of the matter is I fell in love with someone and I wanted a future with them and I fucked it up and I got to own that. I got to take that L. You know what I'm saying? I got to take that L. And at the same time, like, as much blame as I take on myself, because I should have told her more, I should have explained shit more, I should have fucking let her in more, because she deserved that from me. And I didn't do it. And I fucked up. But in the same breath where I fucked up, she's not not guilty in this situation, right? Like, she could have said, at any point, Rico, I want this, I need this, I want it with you. And then we could have had a conversation. Like, you're not in this alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never got the opportunity to tell her, like, we could be happy together and build this because I want it with you. And that's on both of us. And it's something we'll both have to live with. She probably doesn't give a fuck because she met somebody new. Let's be real. She met somebody new. She doesn't give a fuck about my feelings anymore. She doesn't give a fuck about whether or not I'm hurting or I care or I want her or want to be with her. 
And that's how people are. We're all that. We're creatures of habit. We don't fucking worry about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at in life. So, ladies, if you're ever jumping in my DMs or anything like that, know my situation. I got a roommate, bitch. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm, I'm mad over her. I'm mad over the situation. I'm angry at myself mostly, you know. And, and, and like everybody, my biggest issue right now is why the fuck is he so much better than me? If you love me so much, you love me so much, but you pick someone else over me. Why? Why? Because you're scared of what, 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 what we could be or the situation or what, what has to happen with me for us to go on? Are you, are you fucking, you know, is he safe? Is that what it is? He's safe and he's available? Fuck out of here. Fuck that guy again. I hope he has a small dick and I hope he's terrible in bed. I'm putting that shit into the universe. I want you all to say it with me. I hope he has a small dick. Hope he's terrible in bed. Let's put that into the universe because fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> Continuing on. So I figured, you know, the first thing I should do is let y'all in in my life a little bit and tell y'all this story. And that's where I'm at in life right now. I'm hurting because of my dad and losing my dad. I'm hurting because I lost a woman I loved who I wanted a future with. And, you know, that's where I'm at. And I know it's a somber note to start the first podcast on. So let's get into something more exciting then, right? Um, let's see. Someone DM me. They want to hear something funny and crazy in the story. And I will shout her out right now. Natalia, I adore you, you beautiful creature, and I'm going to answer yours, and I'm going to do your story, because I know you love this story, and I love this story, and it's a funny story, and you asked me to do this, so let's do it. So, let me take y'all back on a little journey, right? Let's go back to, fuck, man, what is it, 1997, 1998, right? And just, not to just fucking transition here, the situation me... And my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever the fuck she is now, it's still raw. It's still here. I'm still hurt. I'm still angry. I'm still dealing with it. And like a part of me is like, yo, fuck this. Yo, bitch, you know how much I fucking gave up for you? How much pussy I turned down? How much fucking, you know, women like like she's seen some of the chicks in my DMs. It's like, bitch, you've seen the bad fucking bitches that are trying to fuck me, right? Like, and I chose you, and that's all ego. And I think a lot of this and what I'm feeling and stuff is ego. Because at the end of the day, no matter what I say to myself, no matter how angry I get, she chose someone else over me, and that's how I feel. And my feelings are fucking validated. And I have every right to feel like that. But let's not go back there, because I got a lot of fucking animosity and anger still in me. And we don't need to go there. And that's more ego and fucking pride talking than fucking hurt and love, because I got nothing but love for this woman. I hope we can work things out at some point. And that's that. But fuck that guy. I hope he has a small dick. I hope he's terrible in bed. Let's put that back into the universe. <laughs> and But seriously, like, there's never any way to stop hurt. You got to feel hurt. When you love someone and you lose them, you get to feel hurt. You know, I love my dad so much, I lost my dad. It's hurt. You know, I love this woman, and I built something with her, and then I'm losing her. That's hurt, you know, and I, I, I've done nothing but lash out. And she's been nothing but understanding 
and fucking good to me still. Like, even though I've been a fucking piece of shit asshole. And, you know, I hope we can work it out, man. Because I believe in us. I believe in her. I believe in what we have. I believe in this connection. You know, so if it's meant to be, then hopefully it works out, you know. But again, fuck that guy. <laughs> Seriously. I don't want her to fuck that guy. Because that will fucking ruin me emotionally, right? Um, <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Um, But no, fuck that guy. Anyway. So, Nat, let's get back to this. So, transitioning again. Um, Let's go back 1998. I'm dating a young woman. One of the first white women I've ever dated. Right? Let's call her Tiffany. So, me and Tiffany, you know, hit it off. Start kicking it. Start hanging out. You know, teenagers in high school, you know. So, we're drinking. We're partying. Cutting school. Doing all kinds of shit. So, one Friday night, Tiffany tells her mom... She's staying at her friend's house. Let's call her friend Brenda. So Tiffany says she's staying at Brenda's house. I tell my mom I'm staying at my boy Dan's house, right? And so we decide to rent a hotel. And um, I got one of my older friends in high school to rent a hotel because they had a credit card and ID and whatever. So we're out partying, drinking, having a good time and shit like that, right? So then we're out. It must be like after midnight and shit. And it's like fucking Friday night, right? And we're out and fucking drunk and we're passing by this cemetery. And she's like, I need you. I want you. I need your dick in me. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bitch. I'm going to give you this dick. I'm talking. I'm giving you all the meats. Straight charcuterie board meats, bitch. Like, <laughs> that's right. I said charcuterie boards. Y'all can use that. Hashtag charcuterie boards. All the meats, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> Like, I'm talking, yeah, I'm like, what are we going to do? And, you know, she was a little goth white chick, you know, and she's like, yo, we should fuck in the cemetery. I'm like, fuck, yeah, we should fuck in the cemetery. So we hop the fence and, you know, I help her over the fence. I jump up over the fence and we go to the cemetery and we go by like this mausoleum area, right? And I'm like, yo, is nobody around? You know, the groundskeeper, I guess, made his rounds and he's not there anymore. So we find, like, a little spot in the clearing next to this mausoleum. It's, like, fucking nice thing. And who fucks in a cemetery? Fucking teenagers fucking cemetery. Because we're idiots, right? When we're teenagers. And so she gets on all fours, man. I get behind her. I start fucking eating her pussy from the back. I'm going to town. And she's loving it. She's fucking. She's like, oh, just fuck me. Put it in me. Whatever. And I fucking stick my dick in this bitch, man. And I'm fucking going to town. Or at least at 17, I thought I was going to town. You know, I'm doing my thing, you know. And all of a sudden, this bitch starts screaming loud and hard. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, you killing this pussy. You up in it, nigga. I grabbed the back of her fucking hair. And I'm yanking her hair and I'm fucking tearing this pussy up. At least so I thought, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and she's like trying to get away and shit. I'm like, nah, bitch, you don't run from this dick. You take this dick, you know, not realizing what was going on. So... She turns around and looks at me, and I'm like, holy fucking shit. This bitch's face is fucking bloody. I'm like, what? I stop. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, in the midst of us getting busy, in a cemetery next to the mausoleum, there were some baby raccoons in front of us. And while we're fucking not paying attention, <laughs> the baby raccoons got scared, and Mama Raccoon ran out. <laughs> and started tearing this bitch's face up clawing at her biting her 
This bitch is getting mauled in the fucking face by a raccoon, and I'm thinking I'm tearing this pussy up. <laughs> like, seriously. What the fuck is wrong with me? All that screaming and hooping and hollering. I thought I was the man. I'm like, yeah, nigga, you the man. You fucking got this bitch screaming in the cemetery. No, this bitch was getting mauled by a fucking raccoon in the cemetery because we chose a spot next to fucking raccoon house. And so as this bitch is getting mauled by a fucking raccoon, I'm still fucking her. <laughs> and yo, you shouldn't laugh. It's fucked up. But yo, this is what happened, right? Anyway... So, fucking, we stop, pull up our pants, we're fucking running, raccoons chasing us, right? We get out of the fucking cemetery. This bitch is all fucked up. She's got bite marks on her cheek. She's got scratch marks all over her forehead, her eyes, her ears, fucked up, right? And so now, we can't go back to the hotel, right? We have to go to the fucking emergency room. She's a minor. She's 16. I'm 16, about 17. We have to call her fucking mother. Call her mother. Mother comes, sees what's going on, go to fucking ER. They call my mom. Like, my mom's livid, man. Like, I'm talking second she walked in that fucking hospital. She fucking tore me up, man. Fucking snatched me by my fucking scruff of my neck. What the fuck is wrong with you, you know? Like, I'm just worried about this girl. Like, does she have rabies? There's whatever, right? And in those times, rabies shot. So, so I leave the hospital and shit. Don't talk to her all weekend. She doesn't call me. I don't talk to her. Whatever. What the fuck do you do in high school? You brag to your friends, right? So I tell one friend about the shit. I get to school on Monday. Everyone's laughing every time I'm fucking passing by in the hallway. Like I see her face is all bandaged up and she's fucked up. <laughs> and everybody starts calling this poor bitch raccoon girl. <laughs> yo, and I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? Like I told my boys, yo, I thought I could trust my boys, yo. So these niggas started calling this bitch raccoon girl. Like, shit got so bad for this poor girl. For poor Tiffany, shit got so bad. She had to switch schools. And I was known in high school as the nigga who fucks bitches who get more by raccoons. So I became the cemetery boy, and she was raccoon girl. <laughs> but the fucking thought process in my head, like, this whole time, I'm fucking this bitch in the cemetery and thinking I'm tearing this pussy up. This bitch's face is getting mauled by a raccoon. Like, how fucked up is that? <laughs> And to this day, you know, I think about that story and I tell this story and, you know, people laugh at this story. Um, and it's like, holy shit, you know, it's fucking crazy. It's so fucking crazy and unbelievable. Yet I could have so many people fucking hit me up and tell me, yo, you remember that time? Like, as a matter of fact, um, I think I screenshotted a text message and I sent to someone the other day in the DMs. And it reminded me about that raccoon story because I still got a couple friends from high school I still talk to. And they were like, you remember that time in the cemetery with Tiffany and that bitch got her fucking face mauled by a raccoon? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so fucked up. This poor girl had that fucking rabies shots and fucking, <laughs> and fucking go through all this shit all because I want a little pussy in the cemetery. Well, she wanted it too, but anyway, so Tiffany never spoke to me again after that. Like, that was the last time we ever spoke. Last time we ever spoke was in the hospital where she was like, you know, I fucking hate you. I can't believe you. I can't believe we're here. Um, I'm mad we didn't get to stay in the hotel and that I paid money for. Um, <laughs> I'm mad I didn't get my nut. <laughs> I don't know if she got hers. She was getting balled by a fucking raccoon. 
anyway, Natalia, there you go. There's the raccoon story. Um, and yeah, man. I hope y'all are enjoying this. Um, but yeah, man, lately, there's a little thing, little thing to break up that fucking morbid story or fucking depressing ass story about feelings and emotions and bullshit I was in. Um, so ladies, if you're interested, Rico is available, um, to give y'all all the meats now. Straight charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah, I want it to be like, you know, every time y'all see a charcuterie board, you think, damn, that's a fucking another term for dropping dick off for a bitch. You know? All the meats. All the meats. That's what we're gonna call it. <laughs> but yeah, man, so that's where I'm at in life right now. I'm really sad about my dad as March is here and the 31st is fastly approaching. I'm really upset about me and the girlfriend breaking up because we were so close to going away together and having this future that we both wanted. And now I fucking screwed the pooch because I was scared of emotions and feeling things. And I fucked a bitch in a cemetery and she got mauled by a raccoon. <laughs> How much better than that does it get, right? You get fucking some emotions, you get some laughs, you get some whatever. But thank y'all for listening, man. Thank y'all for fucking rocking with me. Thank y'all for all the support over the few years that I've been on the meme page and everything. And I hope this fucking thing takes off. And I hope me and her work things out and I hope fucking I can stop feeling guilty about my dad and you know loss is hard you know losing a parent is hard losing a child is hard losing anyone is hard and we all deal with it in different ways whether it be relationships family members friendships you know we go through a lot of things we go through a lot of loss and sometimes we don't have that outlet to vent and, you know, like, there's a lot of things I wish I could have said to him. There's a lot of things I wish I could say to her right now without sounding like a piece of shit. There's a lot of things I wish I could say to a lot of people. But, you know, it happens. That's life. You know what I mean? You got to take your L's and take, you know, things as they come. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be all right. You know, things going to be all right. Things going to work out. You know, how they're going to work out, you know, whether it be good or bad. I got a decent support system. You know, I got some really good friends I've met over the years, some better than others, you know. And the you know, fact of the matter is this, man. I fucked up and she fucked up. Nobody's to taking complete blame. If anyone were to take more blame than the other, it should be me, not her. But at the same time, don't fucking blame me for something if you didn't come to me and tell me. You feel me? As far as my dad goes in that situation is concerned, it's like he's not here anymore. I can't do any of that. All I could do is fucking have regrets and wish I could have said this or that. Write things down sometimes, you know what I'm saying? If you're going through loss, write things down. And the things you wanted to say, the things you want to say, write them down, put them out there. You know what I mean? Get it out of your head, get it out of your chest. You know? Um... As far as that story about the cemetery, that was a good story. I'm sorry. If you didn't laugh at that fucking story, there's something wrong with you, because that shit is funny. But I'm going through it right now. 
And my plan wasn't for the first episode to be so deep and so daunting. But it turned out that way because you know what? I needed this. I needed to get that off my chest. And I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank y'all for coming by. And say it all with me, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck that guy. I hope he has a small dick. And I hope he's terrible in bed. This is Rico. I will holler at y'all. We're going to do this. And it's going to be big. Rico versus the world. And we're going to take over the world. Because we're going to do it good. One more time. One more time. One more time for me. Let me hear y'all say it. Fuck that guy. We hope he has a small dick. And we hope he's terrible in bed. Yo, thanks for tuning in, man.